happy Monday? Well, happy Monday for them because they're going to listen on a Monday. Oh, happy Monday. But it's Saturday right now. It's Saturday for us. <laughs> Welcome to Gufanti Burnett's. My name is Emily. And my name is Sophia. And we've got Pete on sound, the goat, the greatest of all time. Pete, Pete. the goat. Pete, sweet Pete. It's been a rough week. Uh, we switched places. We switched places. <laughs> You've been having the best week of your life. And I am dealing with, I, I was in a full-blown relationship and I'm dealing with a breakup. Yeah, you went through a relationship whole... for two days. You went in 48 hours. You went through the meeting and terrible breakup. Oh my gosh, it was awful. I was in a Tinder relationship. I've been loving going. I mean, I've talked about it so many times. I love the dating app so mm-hmm. much. Um, I just like the banter, you know, the back and forth. Like, I like the, the fact. intention. It's the fun. intention. Like, you don't have to meet them. And then I like the fact that I could just, you know, like have a relationship in one day and then like, yeah, and then I could just like go and find a new person if I don't like them. Right. This one went too far. Well, you got to be careful with dating apps because there are a lot of people on them that are crazy, especially Tinder. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I found like a mediocre relationship once, but this one I turned out to be. Well, this one I should have known. Because we were talking about it a little bit before, like, while I was talking to him. And I got major serial killer vibes. Okay, yeah. I would like to preface this entire story by saying, when Sophia started talking to him, she called me. We talked on the phone for, like, 45 minutes the other night. Yeah. And I was saying to her, I was like, Sophia, I think this guy sounds, like, really crazy and scary. I think you should stray away. She told me he lives on the Upper East Side. And I was like... Anybody who lives on the you Upper did East say side. that you were like, and I was like Upper East. I was like Upper East Side's nice, like you, well, you were like, isn't like it? Upper like Upper West. I was like, no, 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 Upper West Side and Upper East Side shall not be mixed up. You really p- proved yourself right. Though. I said to you, I was like, dude, I never call you dude. But I was like, Sophia, <laughs> I have never once met someone who is from or lives on the Upper East Side and is not. I said either really crazy or terribly boring. I thought in my head, I was like, you're just being super judgmental right would, now. Because I was like, because you're, you're a West Sider. I know, yeah. And you're like, East Side sucks. I'm a West Sider. And hey, there's probably like people listening Biggie to this who Tupac. live on the Upper East Side. And if you live on the Upper East Side, like, don't, you are probably crazy. Yeah, well, a little bit. I mean, I even <laughs> saw like the vibes. Okay, anyway. Kidding. So I should have known that he gave off serial killer vibes because he was talking to me for two days straight back and forth like there wasn't even a moment that he wasn't answering it was just like right away you would text and you get an answer I would get an answer right back we start and I like that craziness which is like I knew it was bad for Mm. me I didn't want to be in it but I was like wow I'm getting all this attention and all this validation and it feels good it always feels good I like we were talking in the last episode how I like a really dominant personality Mm -hmm. and you know I guess that's what he was so whatever cut to me driving into the Upper West Side to see him. He said that he would come Upper to East. me. East. Upper East Side. He said he would come to me. And I was like, no, I don't want to. And I also didn't want him to know like where I was from at all. But like, I mean, it's pretty pathetic talking about it. Like that I did that. No, like, I feel- keep going. Okay, so I go there. We'll, we'll analyze after. I go there. And then when I first see him, we're like, he he has to get in my car to park Wait, it. but you went there on a Wednesday during the day? On a Wednesday during the day. Okay. He was working from home. He does hedge funds or something. <sighs> so you are flag. Yeah, so you already know. Um, so I get we get out of the car, we're walking to his apartment, already a really bad idea to go to his apartment. Oh my god. Um and I he's like telling me about hedge funds and I'm like not interested, so I'm not really listening at all. And he said, like, I was like, oh, are you going to go back to school for that then? And he was like, I just told you that I went back to school for that. What are you, retarded? 
So I was like, ah, he oh. said the R word and meant the, it. And then I was like, oh, and that's when I should have been like, I'm going home. But I was like, listen, I just drove like an hour and 45 minutes away. I'm probably going to get like a little dick in. Yeah, I want oh a dick down. Oh my god! But I, sh- I know. I, I'm like feeling really and bad about it. And you went to his uh, a man who said the R word. You went into his home. You met him 24 hours before. I met him. Well, I didn't meet. This is the first oh time my, I right, met him. Right, right, right. This You've is been the first time for 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, so I go into his apartment. Whatever. But in clingy texture world, that's like two years. Yeah. So yeah. So then I go into his apartment. Whatever. We're hooking up a little bit. He keeps saying stuff about how he's dominant. And he's like, I'm really dominant. I like to, he's like, I like to be aggressive with girls and whatever. So he's hooking up with me and I'm like, okay, whatever. We're going to just like get to it yeah. like right away. That's what Tinder is. Yeah. Um, and he starts like choking me a little bit and like pulling my hair. And I was like, sometimes I like that. Like sometimes I like a little this bit of aggression. Like I know. Really scary. I feel really bad. Like the way people are going to perceive me when they listen to this. No, like, don't worry. We'll talk about it after. Okay. Continue. Good. Um, so, and then I'm like, uh too much i'm like because uh, it was like a lot and then he and then he was like you like it and i was like i like it i was like i'm telling you that i don't like it i really don't like it and then he was like sometimes girls say that they don't like it when they do and i was like okay well that's oh gonna get my i was like God. i was like that's gonna get you in a lot of trouble so you shouldn't think that like that's horrible and then he made jokes about being a misogynist which he probably like major incel vibes like he was awful um you are literally probably talking about the exact opposite type of person of pete right now i know like pete's face is just like totally disgusted because well, this is it like was, it was really bad and this I is feel, a form of male we have not come in contact with in so long i just thought like hooking up with people in the city would be different because they would be like different than people in new jersey you know well you had a different experience let's not forget south I know. africa i know south africa was great Sophia, Pete, remember we got dinner with Pete last week after we recorded. Remember I she did was go like, see South Africa. Sophia at dinner was like, should I go meet up with a man from South Africa tonight? <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was amazing. Did. And we went out and, and we then like, I picked her up the next day. And yeah. then I woke up in his apartment. I was talking about, <laughs> I was like, we're going to, I'm going to go film a video called Curly Pubes. Can yeah. We sh- yeah. Because I'm going to put it out. We shot a music video for my song. Um, and I, it was so amazing because you went to meet up with this South Africa, this guy, guy from South Africa <laughs> that she met on the street. Well, you met him on the street a couple of weeks earlier. You told him to get in your Uber. I think you told the no, story. No, it was a yeah, it was a taxi, and I told him to get in the taxi. And then he actually told me he was like, "You never paid for the taxi. You just told me to come in the taxi to pay for it, and then you left." Oh my god! And he's like, and you said you ran into your ex boyfriend, so you had to go. And then he was texting me, and I didn't Who's even your remember. Boyfriend. I told him that the guy that from we high talked school? from high, from middle school from middle school. I told him that that, that was, was my ex boyfriend, <laughs> but I don't even remember running into him. Wait, yeah. I don't know. The okay. whole thing is a blur because I was blackout. Drunk. But it was really funny because we were at dinner and you were talking about meeting up with him. Then you came back um, and I was not in the mood to go anywhere because John was leaving for LA the next day and I obviously wanted my QT quality time with my boy before yeah. he le- left. And then so like I shooed you out and you went to go meet I was South excited to be shooed out too. You were. Yeah. You went to you went to meet up with him and then it was amazing because we had got a finally after the whole episode last time when we couldn't find a parking spot. Then after dinner we find a spot right in front of my apartment. So then you went on the date and then John left early in the morning for his flight. I woke up, I got ready, I got in my car, your I, car. And I woke you up from Hell's Kitchen. I woke up and I had like a he I had a cigarette next to the bed and a pile of grapes and I thanked him for the cigarette and the pile of grapes because I thought he was offering them to me. He's like, No, you stole that cigarette from my roommate and you took the grapes from the fridge 
then you started eating them and then you poured yourself a glass of wine from the fridge. Oh my god, that's I was like, epic. I was really cool and we showered together and it was it was really nice. So you've had a week since we last Yeah, recorded. but I need to get my priorities straight and stop dealing. Let's go back to the okay, incel. Okay, let's go though. back to the incel. Where did we leave off with the incel? So basically you had sex and he was or you were fooling around. I Yeah, so we so we were fooling around. He tells me that I like it, whatever. He's um, jokes about being a massage. And then I'm like, okay, so this is gonna be a dick down and then I'm gonna leave. And so we do everything but sex and he I can't come because I hate him yeah so (laughs) so then he's like why can't you come and I was like well I sometimes you just like girls can't like I don't even know you like why do you think I'm gonna be able to come and he said you're offending me right now I'm like oh I'm offending you I was like oh I'm so sorry that you're offended he was like I was like does everybody come from your magic tongue like is it just that like are you good at it like and then he was like, you're offending and him. He's said, offending you. Wait, wait for his him. answer. Only the lesbians don't. And I was like, oh, so now I'm a lesbian because I can't come. And then he was like, and then he was like, well, you know, a lot of the time. And I'm like, why are you trying to like explain your sexuality to you? I'm like, I am or like women's patterns in and bed. Yes, maybe I should explore being a lesbian. But don't you fucking tell me the reason I can't come is because you suck. And like, you should know that, like, stop projecting your insecurity onto me. So then I'm really pissed off, whatever he, I'm like, okay, after like, I don't come, (laughs) I go to, we go out to my car. He's like, can you drive me to the gym? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I drive him, I drive him to the gym. What gym does he belong to? I don't even remember. Was it Equinox? No, I don't remember. Was it like New York sports club? I don't remember. All right, yeah, why would you know? Okay. It wasn't even, I drove, <laughs> I drove him all. near the gym. I didn't go, like, I, I didn't take him to the gym. It was just near the gym. And you probably weren't even in the headspace to pay attention. I wasn't. To I was, first of all, in. I had no glasses on. We know I stared at the lunar eclipse, so I can't see a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, by the way, I did um, sideswipe a car on the way to driving him to the gym because I do that now. And he, so then I, drop him off, oh whatever. He's God. like, and he texts me right away. <laughs> right after I leave, he's like, I can't wait to see you again. And I was like, yeah, you too. I cry the whole way home. Oh, I had the Sophia. worst. Yeah, it was a really bad week. I had the worst mental breakdown of my life because I was like, what am I doing? Of Why do I? life? I mean, it was pretty bad. It was, I didn't get the vibe that it was that bad. I'm I don't sorry. Re- I don't really ever show it. I just, like, my phone was dead and I had to drive in silence on the way home. How was, did you know how to get home? It was, I, it was like halfway home and I had to drive oh. in silence. It was so terrible and I cried and then I just really had some time to think about, like, what am I doing? What is my life? Like, why am I oh go, driving all the, like, an hour and 30 minutes away to see some random guy like from Tinder, like okay. what am I doing? So let's so unpack. Then, but so then he starts texting me nonstop, oh, right. nonstop. He won't leave me alone because now he's in love with me. He did mention things like when I was there, he was like, are you going to delete your Tinder now? I was like, listen, I'm not deleting my Tinder. He was like, well, what, why are you entertaining me if you're not going to delete your Tinder? I was like, this is what dating is. Like, I'm he's not already just, that possessive over you. He like, was really, control. really possessive. And he told me how his mother never held him. Like it was, oh God, he opened up to so me. Much. I should have known when he asked me for pictures of my family and like started sending me pictures of his brother. He, like it was just, it was just a really weird situation. Your makeup looks so amazing. It's like hard to feel I bad to for you when you look so good. I had to put a full face on to trans, <laughs> I'm transforming myself into being the woman that I want to be by using and, makeup to do it. And you can, that's, that you, that's possible. That's really no, a I thing. Am. I went shopping and I'm now I feel like a new woman. I'm faking it till I make it. Okay, so, 
So you you cry and then he's texting you. So then he's texting me and I have You're to. You're texting me. I'm like, Sophia, block his number. I know, but I'm talking to my brother's girlfriend who's a social worker. Right. And she's like, listen, if you don't answer this guy, and she's the one who told me he is an, he's an incel. The only difference is that he's attractive and he's never, he he's had sex before. Yeah. And she was like, you have to answer him. Just maybe you could change him for the next girl, you know, like let him know he's being desperate. Let him know you're not interested. You're not compatible. So I do that. And he's like, can I call you? And I'm like, no. And like, I keep going back and forth. I'm like, listen, like everything that happened, a lot of the things you made me, that you said made me feel uncomfortable. I know you probably feel like you're blindsided. And I did what I did because it's a lot easier to just give in than to deny you. And like, yeah. I drove an oh. hour and 30 minutes away. I FaceTime with you. I thought I had good intuition. It just wasn't a good situation. By the way, I did have good intuition. I knew exactly what I was doing. I liked, I like. I, I know what's not good for me, but I do it anyway because I self-sabotage. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, so I block his number because he won't leave me alone and he keeps texting me nonstop, like saying like, I'm sorry, I'll get therapy. And then he's like, fuck you, you're fake. And he's just going back and forth. So I block him. His, his texts are still coming in. That's like so scary I have to like shit. now for a full day his texts are still coming in he's he's blocked on everything he's like you called Verizon I called Verizon and they're like he might be using a third party app to like text you because it, it's imp- I have numbers Ugh. that are I have numbers I that are already blocked that like have been blocked and they can't text me I'm like sitting there looking and I said listen I blocked you so I still don't know how your texts are coming in but like please leave me alone. Like, I'm really done with this. Good luck to you for the next girl. Just try and be this way, like giving him really good advice. And I'm like, it, you know, like, I don't think you had bad intentions. I don't think you can help it. Like, I think you should go to therapy, blah, blah, blah. And he just keeps going. And he's like, oh, he was like, the he was like, our love is too strong for Apple's technology. And like, all this crazy oh shit. God. This is like a really scary person. I know. And it's not like so fucking scary. Well, but you know what upsets I, me? Oh. I put myself in this situation. Okay. And you, we talked right before I did this. And you're like, Sophia, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. And I get in like this crazy, like, I'm like, I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. I'm letting my body just take control and I'm just going to go. And it's like, I know this is so dumb. You're like, Sophia, do you know how upset everyone's going to be if you die? And I'm like, I I'm not, that. and I'm like, I'm not going to die. Em, it's fine. Like we know, like I was like, Sophia, this guy's going to kill you. And if you die, you're really going to ruin everyone's life. <laughs> I know. That's how I, felt. I was like, are you about to really go like kind of commit suicide by meeting this man? I mean, he's really, really scary. No, like super scary. All that behavior and the fact that it happened over the course of like 72 hours yeah. is really freaky. What I do want to say is like, I don't think you should really, you're only going to take yourself to a worse place mentally if you go like, why did I do that? Why did I participate in that? I do think it should be acknowledged that like, we were kind of talking about this before, like, you were in relationships for 10 years of your life from like from like 13 till like 23 like 8th grade all the way up until this year may it feels like i've been single forever though because it's been such a new chapter in your life and i think that like I also think this is like a bit more like spiritual and energy based. I do think that when like September and autumn comes around, it really is a new leaf in a lot of ways for people. And it's like a big seasons bring change like emotionally. And like, I think like all summer, you kind of depression. Well, not even seasonal depression. Like all summer, you had this really amazing vibe going with yourself. You got into like, um, 
right after you guys, you and your ex-boyfriend broke up, you got into like all these like early morning routines and you were meditating, you were doing affirmations and you were being really, really healthy. You got a little sick, but you still pressed forward and you were like working and all this stuff. And then like September kind of came around like, okay, now this is like the honeymoon phase of being single and free is over. You are, you quit your job and you're like, your job situation is changing a little bit. You moved back home. Like it's been a little while. You, you like, it's getting cold out. People naturally want to like couple up with people when that happens. And so you probably, you, you download a dating apps, which is like, everybody has them. That's so normal. And you like, you for probably forgot what like constant male attention feels well, like. Well, that was two days of being on, because I deleted the dating app for like a really long time. Yeah. And then I just downloaded it and then I, I matched with him the day like I downloaded it again. Right. So it was just like the first day and now I'm like back to deleting it again because I don't even want to do that. But that's what's so annoying about it. Where I was at in the beginning of the summer, like for four months, I did have all this regimen. I was doing so well and then I got, I just need to tap back into that. No, I'm going to say no to that and I'm going to tell you why. And I hope anybody who's listening who's can maybe relate to this, who's gone through a breakup. When John and I broke up, for those who don't know, John and I dated, we started dating five years ago, broke up for like a, a decent amount of time and then got back together like a year ago. So when we broke up and I thought it was like really the end, I went through like um, a couple months where my life like was actually amazing. Like I got into, sta- I really went at full force into stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, I started getting booked on shows. I started, my Instagram started growing. Like I got babe, like yeah. I, my life, I literally turned it around out of in, in in a manic episode really because I yeah. literally felt like I had nothing anymore and so you and I almost handled it the same way where I was yeah. like well fuck so I literally turned my life around and I've spoken to my therapist about this and other people in general like sometimes I judge my current life of like why am I not like that anymore I really took I really took the reins in my life and I really took control but then I look at that and like I was really suppressing a lot in that time and like yeah. I I mean sure things on the surface were great and they genuinely did feel really good but like it's not healthy to be manically positive all the yeah, time yeah no it's definitely like po- positive is not the word like like there's some even though something seems on paper and like could seem to everybody and even to yourself like wow i'm doing so amazing this yeah. is so good there's some sort of lack of checking in with yourself there and i totally went through that and i still look back on it and i'm like damn i'm not as like well, hard working as i was then but i'm so much happier being in a place where i'm like i'm more like forgiving of myself and more in touch with like what I'm actually well, yeah, doing. Yeah, no, it's like the post-breakup mania for sure. But yeah. I do. I mean, some people like go into a depression. Some people like go into a manic like period of like pure sprouting. No, I definitely have like a good cry and then I become yeah. like my best self because I'm like, I need to. It's like the, you know, revenge body. Like it's oh, yeah. just like that. But, a lot of successes are run But I do revenge. think that being more regimented, meditating, all of those things were good, but it did feel a lot like mania because when I was explaining to my doctor what I was doing, he was like, I, you might be bipolar, but I've never dealt with something like that. Like I've never had a mania like that. That's why I was like, oh my God, I'm in the best place of my life. What's going on? But it's I so needed misleading. to be mm-hmm. to get over that breakup because I was like so. Same here when it happened to me. Like people just, I think you and I process that differently. Also like heartbreak is oh, a yeah. really scary thing. My first rejection It too. was your, yeah. And My so that's rejection. like a first, that's a, that's everybody deals with it differently. And like, I think now you're first having a moment to like actually really reflect on, on where, 
where you are since then. Like, oh, yeah. remember that it's only been a few months that you've been in this brand new part of your life. And like, I know, and it feels like it's just been years. I think I'm just being really, no, you made me feel a lot better. Well, cause you but, made me feel so much better last week. Cause I feel like when, when you feel this sense of panic and like everything's your fault and you're disappointing yourself, whether it's with the guy or like whatever I was feeling like, like however you feel like just so negative about yourself, yeah. you need to be reminded of like, hold on, take one step back and just like, look at, look at the past few months. and like, look at where you are, look at what you're doing, breathe. Look at what you've accomplished. Look at what you've I have accomplished. to because I'm always I'm getting down on myself. I'm like, look at what I accomplished, and I like think about what I've accomplished, and I'm like, why am I not doing more? But it's like, no, just be proud of what you did. Yeah, like, to get to where you are now. You literally said all this to me last week, and I'm just like trying to I bounce can, it back I to you. I just can't like take my own advice sometimes. I can give the advice. I, I mean, just me can't neither. I That's mean, everybody's that way. Yeah. But I was really, really hard on myself because the day before I made that terrible decision to drive into the Upper East Side, I went to therapy and I got hypnosis to stop being <laughs> to stop being so impulsive to stop drinking so much like to start making decisions and putting thought into them and, and I did, none of it worked I did the exact opposite I went <laughs> home right after the hypnosis and I drank rosé with my mom like I just it was like what is the point of getting this therapy if like I know all the right things to do and I'm like he's telling Still not me doing them. he's like it's hard he always says like you're really hard Sophia because you you know, you reason with you, yourself, you have logic, you check in with yourself, but like, you just don't listen to your gut. Like, I think there is a thing about self-sabotage where it's almost like, let me just feel like what this fucking well, bad decision feels like. Well, it's a high. It's like, like someone who's doing drugs. Like, you yeah. know, it's, you just want to feel that like, you know, that. Like, well, now like, what? It's an adrenaline rush. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. It's the angel and the devil. And I usually go with the devil. But there's also. A, That's where a, the brain fog could be coming from, too. The devil? Well, yeah, because when you make decisions. I was reading something about, like, your prefrontal cortex because I get a lot of brain, fo brain fog now. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, like, when you make decisions, it's like cold cold intuition and like hot intuition do you know what i'm talking about i have no idea Ugh, it's gonna be hard for me to explain this but like when you start when you make decisions just based on like emotions it clouds it clouds your mind more and you get used to that it's like you train your body to keep doing the same thing over and over again right and anything you want to change about your own habits it's going to be hard in the beginning to actually change those habits that's how i feel i feel like this week has been me like realizing what i already know of like oh my god to feel better in your life like you have to put work into it uh is which that is like annoying the worst lesson of life is like if you ever want to feel better you're gonna have to try i don't want to <laughs> work on it no I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna just tap into the good things I was doing with my mania but not be so crazy about it because right. I did like bring myself into a sickness oh because God, I was just like so, so overworked you were overworked and you did bring yourself into a sickness I my therapist told me and I've been doing this a lot this week to start journaling I've been journaling I've been journaling started again Okay, good. <laughs> Wait, she t I, I mentioned that on the podcast last week. Yeah. Because okay. I had gone, yeah, but she told me to do that and I've been doing it. It's been helping a lot. Anybody who wants to do that, do it. I realize like when I journal, I catch myself a lot of the times writing as if like I'm going to show it to people and then I'm like, I have to stop doing that. I do that. the same thing. I'm always like, I'm not going to write this. But you I'm have like to be making jokes that's like the, so someone can read it. I do that all the time. I do that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, who, no one's going to read this. Wait, I had something. Funny but remember, Austin was over and he did read my journal. He did read your so, journal. So, I mean, someone might read it. You never know who's going to find it. I was thinking about when I was getting hypnosis, though. You got hypnosis in high school. And no, I lied. 
I'm the, you're the first person I'm telling Wait, that, you, that was a lie? It's a full-blown lie. I was telling my psychiatrist, oh. I was like, Emily was the one like was the one in the audience to go crazy. Well, because I'm an actress. And he, you know what? My, That's the first time I'm admitting that right now. When I was 16 in high school, they brought a hypnotist to the school and I totally made the whole thing up and fooled everyone into believing I was Do you know hypnotized. what my psychiatrist told me when I said that? I was like, because I didn't think that hypnosis was going to be one of like, I thought I was going to be like totally under mind control. And he was like, usually those kinds of people who do hypnosis can pick out the people in the audience who are going to try and grab people's attention. So oh, he, yeah, like, they, they purposely, he knew they to know. pick you. Yeah, because and I put on a whole show on the stage. You know how hard it was? I had to pretend I didn't know the number eight anymore. <laughs> like, that's what hypnotists are. They just look for the people in the audience who, like, thrive off of, like, making, like, being the center of <laughs> the attention. attention more. <laughs> and so he was like, I was like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten. And then everyone laughed, and I was like, Seven nine, right? <laughs> like I made the whole fucking thing up. What a stupid, stupid thing. He comes and every year. I, like, people made me swear on my life, and I swore on my life that it was. You real. were like, I don't care if I drop dead. <laughs> it's most getting... important people believe me right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I'm getting all the karma for it because my life is going downhill. Um, wait, I'm really trying to look at at uh, where I wrote. I wrote positive affirmations a couple weeks ago, and like I thought about you reading them. And I, think I would it was, love to read your book. Well, oh, here they are. I wrote, I deeply love and appreciate myself. I am a strong and talented woman. I do not have to be perfect. I am not perfect, but I am hilarious. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't have any um, knots in there. You can't put not. I said, I am not perfect. I don't have to be perfect, but you I can't. Am, but don't. I am hilarious. Don'ts and knots. Any negative word you can't put in <laughs> an affirmation. Mind. It's a rule of affirmations. You did it wrong. Well, I'm disappointed. You can't do any affirmations wrong as long as they pertain to you. Okay. I said, I, and then after haha, I said, I care about living a fulfilling, purposeful life, and that itself is something to be proud of. I just bought myself a Shirley Temple because I'm rich. I'm rich enough to take myself out to lunch and dinner. <laughs> but that's, that's an affirmation. But that's true. Oh my God. All of that is true, Em. <laughs> Keep going. Um, Can you please read this? I don't want to read them. They're so obnoxious. No, please read this. No, actually, now we're getting into private territory. Um, I can sing. (laughs) 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 I have a good work ethic. I have a best friend who will be there for me whenever I need her. Oh my God, you put that, you put me in your affirmation. I actually always say I send certain people in my life positivity. I don't know if that's mean to like... I should send everyone positivity, but I pick out certain people, people too. deserve it. I had a really good Love. week. Can I talk about my week a little bit? Yeah, I want to hear about it. So Just ran my mouth for hours. We shot a music video for a song that I'm so excited to put out. Then I go home. I have this cooking class with my dad. It's almost like the universe heard my cry. And was like, let me remind you why you love life. Yeah. The music video was so much fun. You were there for I it. Loved we the had music a blast. Video. I did a cooking class with my dad and like seeing my dad like so happy and like happy to be there and like asking questions. It was like the most so nice. You cannot put a price on that emotion, like seeing that. And then I came back in the city and then I had a couple of days off from work this week. And Wednesday, I left therapy and I went to go get, I saw a jacket that Haley Bieber wore on Instagram. <laughs> and um, I really now. wanted it. She's married. She's yeah. married now. Well, they've been married for a while, but they just had the reception. They had the reception and they, did you see the song? 
Yeah, it was so bad. It's so I, basic. I didn't like the song. I like Justin Bieber. I like Justin Bieber's hours. part. Yeah, it's not that good. It's like so lame. I hope that wasn't their wedding song. Go on. It probably was. You, uh, like he's so he's so fucking corn now. Yeah, and Corny he's also now. leading um, <laughs> prayers now on his Instagram. He leads his own prayers. Like he'll re- like lead you through a prayer I meditation. Mean, it doesn't surprise me that at his age, he's been through like seven lives already. So of course, he's now turning to like and he's deep going, religion, and he's very depressed. Apparently, yeah. Okay, keep going. With I mean, your life. imagine I don't want to even Justin talk Bieber. about his life. No. So so I left therapy, and I had seen on Instagram. This shows you what kind of vulnerable place i'm in the camera stopped um the kind of vulnerable place that i'm in i left and i had seen Haley bieber wearing this pink puffy coat and i literally saw it and i was like well now i need it <laughs> so i clicked on it i thought it was from aritzia so i went i went to brandy melville because i was like let me get a couple tops they've got some cute tops yeah i went there i spent 40 bucks on two tops and some barrettes i oh, got barrettes. Cute. Maybe you I'll look put very them in. cute with a barrette Thanks. Rosette told me to get barrettes. If Rosette tells you to get a barrette, then I'm getting barrettes. She Rosette was like, Emily, barrette. you should have diamond barrettes. Wow. And I was like, yes, I should. You should. But I, I got beginner barrettes. They're just like multicolored. So I got some barrettes. And then I, I see your Ritzies across the street. I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to go get the coat. Because you're rich. Because I'm rich. <laughs> so then I go and I get the coat. Um, and then uh, the salespeople see that I'm alone. And I clearly don't shop a lot. And that is a prime prey for this predator. She's going to buy a lot. So they were like, that coat is like so good on you. It's so meant for you. And I, I was like quiet and I like took my headphones out and I was like, wait, like it, it like, right. You see it too. And they, two women, two women come over and they're like, you, I really, cause no one was in the store. And they're like, I really like, wow. Whoa. And they were like, wait, maybe you should try a size up because it's meant to be like, they said it's a streetwear look. So you were right. What did we, what did I say? Oh, you said Streetwalker. Never mind. I said Streetwalker. That would have been <laughs> cool. Right. Yeah, that would have <laughs> But it, I thought for a second, I was like, Sophia said Streetwalker. I, I always say something, it's like close, but yeah, um, yeah. it's never completely <laughs> right. 100% yeah, correct. Yeah, it's not on. So they were like, that's like such a great streetwear look. And I was like, right? And they were, oh no, they were like, get a, get a larger size. So it's meant to be like oversized and like streetwear. Yeah. So I put it on, I looked so fucking good. And I was like, oh, I really want it. I just like really don't want to carry it right now. Yeah. And they were like, we'll waive the shipping fee. We'll ship it to your apartment. Oh my gosh, and, princess. And I think as soon as they told me that, I was like, oh, so I'll, then I'll just get a wardrobe. <laughs> so then I started looking around at things and I'm not, like the women were following me and I was really open to making any new friends at the time because yeah. I was so vulnerable. I just came for therapy and they were giving me everything I needed yeah. emotionally. <laughs> so I was like pulling stuff out. They were like, wait, what about this jean? <gasps> Pull out a jean and I'm like, Great, I'll take my size, I'll try it on. <laughs> I bring so much shit into the fitting room. I try all of it on. All of it's like, yeah, I would like to have this, not for like $150 for a plain black sweatshirt, but like, I wish I could have it. Yeah. But then they were like, well, you could have it. Yeah, and then I was like, should I get black or red? And they were like, the red's nice. I was like, I think I'm gonna get both. So I really they just like, you. they really loved me. And once I think really once I knew that like, it was happening, I just kind of like gave into it, kind of like you. I was like, well, I'm just going to dive head for Because if you're spending $250 on a coat, just spend, it's but basically $850. In your defense, you never shop at I all. Never and shop. you have the means to buy what you're buying. I'd, it's not even like what I do because I don't have the means to buy what I'm buying. I just well, buy I don't exactly everything. Have the means. I, I hit like negative 200 after a shopping spree and then I have to pay like a, a fee. Like, yeah. 
So you deserve to, ma- to make I, that I decision. Did, I, yeah. yeah, I really, I haven't bought new clothes probably since like March. So, oh my God, you needed it. You wear the I same outfit it. every day. I do wear the same outfit every day. <laughs> um, so I spent $850 at Aritzia, but then I left and I was like, that actually felt really nice. It's self-care. Like, it is self-care. Yeah. And then I bought myself a laundry cart. <laughs> wow, <laughs> a cart? <laughs> do you know those carts that people bring in the street? Yes, you do, Pete. You probably see them everywhere. You're the grocery be- carts. Like the wire square carts that old ladies push around. <laughs> I bought myself one of those because I'm starting a new life. Can you make a video with your laundry cart? Of me just pushing it around. Please. So then on this, yeah, I I should become, that should be my new brand. You are the laundry cart girl. I'm the woman with the laundry cart. (laughs) So I buy my laundry cart and I got so excited about it. I took that cart with me everywhere. I started. (laughs) I went, I put like a hundred pounds of laundry and I was like, well, I can wash everything now because I've got the space. (laughs) So I threw my sheets, my towels, everything, all of John's laundry. He's not even here. I'm like, I was washing You're going to wash everything now. I went to the laundromat. I put that in. Then I take my cart over to CVS. I get some stuff at CVS. I get my prescription. So you're even shopping, like grocery shopping with your laundry cart? Yeah. And then I go to Fairway. I pick up some dandelion sunflowers. I pick up some flowers. I pick up some... Carting your way around the city? Carting my way around the city. I pick up some eggplant. I pick up some um, chips, corn, um, onions. Corn. What else? What else? Um, and then I go to the bookstore, get a couple books, put them in my cart. You love books more Take than anyone I know. Home. I love books. Someone just sent, shout out to Brooke Alstead. I think that's how you na- say her name. She works at Penguin Random House. She just sent me like four, five books. Um, books. And I can't wait to read them. And you're going to read them all. One wow. book that hasn't even been released yet. Yeah, she sent me books that not even on the released. market yet. Oh my God. Yeah. So... Uh, we really switched places because I've had a really uplifting week. You have a laundry cart and... I've got a laundry cart. It's right there. If you're watching it, it's that black cart next to oh, the... Oh, wait. It's actually really cute. It's cute. It's re- And then when you walk around, you literally... Like, first of all, you have power because people move out of your way. Well, because you have the laundry cart. You're always carrying luggage around the city, though, now. Isn't that annoying? No, because it's neighborhood. It's neighborhood use. Oh, okay. For neighborhood errands. Okay, you're not, like, going on the subway with your laundry cart. No, you do not. Don't take your car. Can you put your card on the subway and see how people look at you? You could, but like, who wants to do that? Nobody wants to see you with your card on the subway. No, but what's really cool about it is that like when you see a stroller and someone, I I don't know about you, I'm a little more reluctant to move out of their way because like I don't care about your kid, you know? Well, that you do care about their kid <laughs> if you're going to move out of their way. Well, you know how like most people when they see a stroller coming, like, oh, let me step out of yeah. the way, you go. It's like the ambulance truck. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, you're like kids. Yeah. But me, I'm always like, oh, all right, I'll move. But when you're carrying around a cart and there's a big fat bag of laundry, it is like Moses in the Red Sea. People get out They're of your way. They're going to move their kids out of your way. They're moving, because if I let go of this cart, it's flying into you and see ya, you're on the ground. <laughs> you're you be better get sitting, out of my you're way. You're sitting in your cart rolling. <laughs> I'm going to use it as a wheelchair. Roll you in your cart. <laughs> yeah, you just put me in the cart and I will push myself in the cart. Am. What? We got to talk about something really serious. Oh, no. You have no nails. You're trying to scratch oh. your legs and you literally have no nails. Why you are we bringing this you up? You can't even, because your parents- <laughs> I just told you how good of a no, week I your, <laughs> Well, it's too good. I have to like ruin Bring it a little bit now. Your parents told me about this. I, I like uh. went and said hi to them outside my house and they were like, can you help Emily? <laughs> She's got no nails. She picks her nails. First of all, she picks her toes- and her nails and she has so mean it is i'm gonna roast you for a second right now okay good but they're literally to a nub like her fingers are all little nubs and she if she were to go to the nail salon they'd actually have to refuse her like her service 
because it's so short that it'll just like ruin her nails. They're so ugly. They look really scary. Like, what is that Wait, from? Is I'd that like, an addiction? Yes, I'd like to add. I pick my nails. I pick my toes, <laughs> and I pick John's toes. <laughs> well, you've picked my toes he lets before. Me pick his toes. I pick your toes. I pick your. Ew! This is so gross. You're a picker. I'm a, I'm a picker. My whole entire life, I've been a picker. What is that from? I don't know. Is, I, is that like a childhood thing? It is. Like, I remember, I don't remember a time in my life where I didn't pick my Can nose. I embarrass you a little bit more now? No. no. <laughs> Please. No. Please. I don't want you to. I told you I was going to put it in. No. You did? Yeah, no. I did. Do you know what it is already? Do I? <laughs> don't embarrass me. <laughs> you don't wear a pad. Oh, that's not embarrassing. <laughs> I thought you were going to go you somewhere else. You don't wear a pad. I've never met anyone you who You mean a tampon? No, you don't wear, I, okay, so you didn't have a tampon in and you oh, didn't yeah. have a pad in yes. when I was at my house. I actually had to <laughs> give you pads. She just bleeds in her pants. No, that's not true. Can well, I defend myself real quick? <laughs> well, please. I had my period last weekend. We shot the Curly Pubes music video. Yeah. We drove back home. And I don't know about you. I think we agreed on this. Even when I'm on my heaviest day with my period, um, I love talking about this in front of Pete. It's always so funny. <laughs> Pete's Even, everything. I know. Even when I'm on my heaviest day of my period, I still hate, I still feel the tampon 24, like all the time when it's in me and I hate having a tampon in me. Well, yeah, I always feel it. I always feel that's it. That's why so, I never, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry. Um, that's why I never understand when people are like, I had sex and the tampon got stuck inside me. I'm okay. like, how do you not feel that? I'm not trying to faint right I'm now. I'm sorry, but that, that's faint. true. I know two people who've done that. Go on. That's I know two people who've done that. I know it's one crazy. of them is the same. The same person. We have a mutual friend who's done that. So <laughs> I came. We came back and then I went out to dinner with my parents. And right before we went to dinner, I was like, I gotta take the tampon out. So I took the tampon out, and we were about to leave. And I was like, I'm just gonna be sitting at dinner. Like, what am I gonna bleed while I'm sitting? I don't bleed. I bleed in motion. I don't think I bleed a lot when I'm just sitting, unless I laugh or cough. <laughs> Wait, what? Is your is your vagina like that like tight tight? Yes. Wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now it's not so embarrassing, is like, it? But like my... I I don't know. Maybe you just have a really light flow. But even if you do, um, just that little. Bl so are all your underwear stained? Pretty much every pair of underwear of mine, there's some trace of period. Um. Actually, that's not true. Like half of them. Um. But. I've never I went met dinner. anyone who does that. My period's not that heavy, and I went to dinner. I had terrible cramps. The tampon was making it worse. I took Advil. I just sat at the dinner table, and then I got ice cream, and then I came to your house, and I still didn't have a tampon in. And I was like, hold on. But then when I feel like I'm bleeding, I'm like, hold on, I'm bleeding. And I'm around the house. I just go to the bathroom. I but then you have I to deal it. with that. There is blood on your underwear. And yes. then, oh, um. I just actually a lot of my I got jeans, mad at you for that. I gave you a whole pack of pads. I, you did. And a lot of my jeans, like, there's some. Traces. Um, what? I know. Take care of that. As clean yep. as you are, every time I come here, you're cleaning your apartment. Everything's clean, I'm and then you're just clean. gonna and you're just gonna bleed. bleed. Don't bleed on your new Aritzia clothes. I think that I won't. I definitely please won't. don't. I do think though that, but like, what about discharge? It's like the same energy of like, well, it's not the same energy because blood stains and discharge doesn't. That's true. Also, will say though, um, that's the one thing I think I try and affirm out. <laughs> oh, I'm not bleeding. Oh, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's not. It doesn't I really, work. No, I we that. already talked about that. That doesn't work. You yeah. can't affirm anything. Like if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Yeah. I, you could tell I'm in a negative space because I would never truly. You would never this. really say that. No. Wait. Oh, this is cool. I was listening to this podcast on the day when I was carting around. I was listening to a bunch of podcasts. Yeah. 
And I listened to this podcast about the placebo effect and the drugs that are already in our brain. It was so interesting. You would actually really love this. It was like an hour long. It was a conversation with this like neuroscientist. What do you mean drugs that are already in our brain? The chemical balance of your brain. okay. So a lot of the time, like a lot of over-the-counter medicine, there's like theories that when you take it, your brain... So your brain has an expectation when you take a pill that you know, like, this is supposed to do this. Yeah. And even if it chemically doesn't do it, your brain would rather satisfy the expectation than deal with the fact that it got lied to. Yeah, yeah. So your brain will reorganize the chemistry of the way you observe the pain in your body so that you think the drug worked. Well, yeah, that's and that's what like affirmations are. And that's what- Isn't that crazy? That's, that's what, what placebo that's is. That's what the whole heal documentary is about though. Like, no, but then it talked about how it's really, really dangerous because there are like homeopathic doctors that try and let you like do that with cancer and it can't well, cure cancer. Well, I was going to say that's what the heal documentary is. It is about cancer, but then there are, they did like a statistic and the people who actually like take the placebo drug, the, st- the statistic is like, it's so high for the people who take the placebo drug and they just end up curing their own cancer if they don't believe it versus, I don't know. It was talking something about how a lot of it more is about like pain and how we perceive pain. So like you could do it with cancer patients. It's not going to get rid of the cancer, but it's going to get rid of their perception of the cancer. But there's people who take the placebo drug and then their cancer actually shrinks. I mean, I bet they can sh- it can shrink the effects because everything, like he was saying, there's, a less, mind, stress. there's less stress and like mind body is not a thing. It's all one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it, it helps us to understand when we say the mind body connection, but it's really just one unit. Yeah. Obviously your mind is in your body. Yeah. It's part of your it's, body. It's spirit. It's spirit. But it was um, really interesting hearing how like a lot of the times like lower back pain or just like random pain you know how I was talking for a while you got this chest pain now a lot of pain is just because of like current chemistry imbalance in our brains and like if you can he it was funny because this guy was like a real like he's I related to him in that he's very logical and he's like that's not real I can't believe like he's very by the books and he was saying like I wish I could be more into like crystals and like general healing because even if that's real or not there are people, people who can allow that to like seep in and they can trust that knowledge are better off because no, it's actually totally. working. And like, it's, it's all a head game. It's not about if it's real or not. It's really about like if you allow it to be real. And those people are much more in touch with like- And happier. People who have yeah. faith are just happier. It's faith. Yeah. It's really faith. And there's, it, it was so interesting. I, I really should tell you guys, so if anyone wants to listen to it, like what it's I called. I would love to listen to that. It was really, I think it's called On Being. That was the name of the oh, podcast. Being, so it's like- Eckhart Tolle because that's what he calls your whole on your being. body as a whole is just being that's how he refers to you the whole yes. book so it was called uh, the, the podcast title is called On Being and the episode I listened to was Eric Vance The Drugs Inside Your Head so it was you know it says science writer and reporter Eric Vance says today's brain scientists are like astronomers of old they've unsettled humanity's sense of itself by redrawing our picture of the cosmos within our own heads Vance has investigated the healing power of stories and the theater of medicine, like w- like white coats. Yeah. So like the idea of like performing a doctor's visit often makes you feel like your problem's getting taken care of. When you see someone come out in a white coat and tell you something versus the same doctor coming out in a sweatshirt and jeans, yeah. you're going to trust the guy in the white coat more because they look like a doctor. Credentials. And that shit yeah. actually affects 
your healing process. I, it was great. You got to listen to it. You know, this is actually one of those things that I get pissed off because I told you this already. No, but I'm not saying. For weeks. Uh, it's For not, months. I'm. You did. No, but. but I'm, In a different way. I still can't. I can't fix it. I'm, I'm like this guy. I can't tap into that as easily. You can. I think. Well, clearly I can't. Look at where I'm at now. Well, no, there's ups and downs. No, there's ups and downs, but I'm saying like I like heal like healing yourself by saying affirmations and like the placebo drug and everything. Like if you you have been telling me this. I've been telling you this for months. But this is like when you show someone a song and then they show it to you like a week later. Yeah. And they're like, I how good so. is this song? And it's, it's a like, little different. You just though. did that actually with the Celine Dion song. <laughs> oh my god. Well, no, I should. Okay, so. <laughs> Celine Dion came out with. Did you watch it, Pete? I ain't gonna wear ya. Give it up, give it up. No. Celine Dion came out with a song called Imperfections, and Sophia showed it to me a couple weeks ago. But then Thursday, I was recording at Charlie's some songs, the guy who's producing my songs. And we were we ordered food and we were like taking a break from music and he he always shows me stuff when we're like he's like check out what I've been looking at yeah. he showed me NCT one two seven oh I love the that K-pop boy band, band. Yeah. yeah Superhuman um, <laughs> and so he was like have you seen Celine Dion's new music video and I was like or have you seen her music video I was like no I was like I think Sophia showed me this song I was like I, I forget how it goes it, yeah we were in my apartment when he showed it to yeah. me and then he was like you gotta watch this music video so he plays a music video and I was changed well i you sent me the video actually when i needed it most because yeah. it was when i was driving home and then when i got home i listened to it i was like no i was like sophia watch this it'll actually make you feel a lot better and it did make me feel because you see celine dion in the video and she's just looking oh. so fierce and powerful she's in a and giant she's all gown these poses she's in a in like a big gown looks 80 sleeves. years old looks 95 <laughs> and she's 50 <laughs> she looks so old well she's been and you could tell yeah she's you could tell she she's lost her it. husband and her renee. brother with renee within weeks within days i think that might be wrong <laughs> fact check me but she put out this music video and it's i got my own imperfections and she's like just staring at the camera with her her face could cut I fucking like when glass. she's at her fo- yeah, that's in the background. Yeah. And she's in this big gown just standing and going and like lo- she, oh you can't see me. She's still but- she is the queen of pop and nobody says it. Of pop? She's a <laughs> she's a pop. Didn't like that. She is such a pop star. Pop? Wait, what do you think that is? Imperfections? Well now it's Imperfections like is such a pop song. Oh, the power of love, is that pop? Yeah. What else would it be? What genre would that be? Like, like Pete, I don't like that you laughed at that because it's totally it's a pop, pop song. Celine Dion? She's not the queen of Shoot. pop. Who's like, the pop? Who's a pop star? Beyonce or Rihanna. But or what like, would Celine Dion? Ariana Grande. Celine yeah. Dion is so pop. I bet if we look her Are up on Spotify. Right, you know right what? Now? I'm going to hold my own right now. And I think you and Pete are both wrong because Celine Dion is a pop star. No, the song. The, the, I mean, like. How do every, I look at her genre? Go here. Well, not that. But now what she is. She is. You said she's the queen of pop. Right now? You mean to tell me that she's the female equivalent of Michael Jackson? Oh, my. Well, I mean, we're not <laughs> saying that. Celine Dion. I almost just typed in Celine Dion, Queen of Pop. Celine I Dion just, genre? <laughs> if you type Queen of Pop, see if anyone else has written it. Okay, the first thing that comes up is pop music. I mean, and you then guys adult are contemporary, soft rock, rock. I mean, she's totally Sophia. pop. Sophia. I mean, she's, she's soft pop. Okay, she's the queen of soft like, pop. Fuck you is, guys. 
What do you think, like... You think this is pop? But you're playing old Celine Dion. That's who she is. But she, what she is now. Current. And you are my man. Oh my God, nobody wants to hear that. I've been attacked <laughs> this episode. Sophia. Celine Dion is so pop now. She actually, and you just looked it up on Google, and Google is always <laughs> right, and Google said that she's pop. Okay, we could say she's pop. You called her the queen of pop. Okay, she's not the, she's the queen of soft pop? Queen of soft pop. <laughs> sure. She's the queen of soft pop. She did just come out with this song, which is like electric. You know what? Wait. This is so pop. Well, now. Do you listen to that? Do listen to the the, the, the That's like a that's like a Zed song. It is. Well, now cuz she's like doesn't care anymore. You know she what? lost everything. I think you guys are wrong. I will give you that she's Wait, pop. This is, you and Pete always go against me. This is like when I told Pete last time. <laughs> what? This is like when I told Pete last time because I was like, you don't have any tattoos? And then he was like, no, I don't have any tattoos. And I was like, no, I think that's really nice that you just like don't care about the way you look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Pete stayed after the last ep- or two episodes ago and Sophia was like, Pete, do you have any tattoos? And he's like, no. And she was like, I, oh, I like that. I feel like if you don't have tattoos, it shows like you don't care about your appearance. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a statement but you meant it the way you meant it and i heard it the way you meant it and then immediately heard how it actually sounded you meant that like you think that people who get tattoos like need to dress up their body well, because yeah, they're not already exactly. happy like with you're, it you're adorning your body you know what i mean right and so you meant it's amazing that like you don't need that but you you said heard it, it the like, way i meant it about your i say i am you know what so celine dion's the queen of soft pop and i'm the queen <laughs> of saying things wrong and that's and i'm the queen they, of the laundry cart but you can always explain what i mean you're the queen of cards <laughs> the queen of cards fuck sorry pete sorry celine I don't know what genre you want to be. Uh, I feel really bad for her that she looks that old at 50. She's the same age as Jennifer Aniston. She's actually always had her own imperfections. She's, <laughs> al- <laughs> She's always looked really old, even when she was 19. <laughs> Celine Dion's actually quite the freak, if you ask me. <laughs> If you look at her shit, she's so, very, she's very different. She's very strange. And then the way she talks. She, well, she's French. She's from Canada. She's Canadian French. It's kind of like ugh. Canadian French. <laughs> but she's really, I saw her. That was the first concert I ever went to with Always Celine really Dion at the you, Prudential Center. You went to a Celine Dion concert? <laughs> yeah. And then the car ride home, I was like eight years old. In the car ride home, it was my whole family. And then our two neighbors who were adults. And I fell asleep on my mom's lap. And in my sleep, I farted and woke up as I farted. And the whole car started laughing. I was like, <laughs> and then I woke up. And then my mom was like, Emily just and then they had a laugh attack and I pretended I was still asleep and I was I literally was like so close to taking my fist and decking my mom in the oh face because I was so mad I was <laughs> a fart is so embarrassing yeah, like Especially 10 years you're old you're not aware of it yeah if you didn't know it was about to slip if you knew the fart was coming and you could just own the fart it's yeah. one thing no. but if you didn't know the fart was just gonna slip out and yeah. your farts sound like trombones so <laughs> this morning Sophia FaceTimed me Emily has an an instrument on with her ass. <laughs> you know, you FaceTime me and you had the nerve to face be like, hi, and her hair is all fucked up and she goes, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding? I'm like, I'm hanging up. It literally sounded like, ah, in like trombone notes. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, hey, I just woke up. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm on my way. That's how you know Fan I had a good week. Fan out the fucking week. apartment before. 
before I got there. <laughs> That's how you know I have a good week when I'm waking up and just farting and loving it. My farts are always silent. There is nothing. A fart will never not be funny. I think I, we've said that I've, before. <laughs> I've said that before. A fart's Farts. always going to be funny. It's a, there's a party fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I always talk about... I hate wet I farts. I have this so. joke on stage where I talk about how women have privilege with farts because if you are a woman and you are in public, you can fart and no one will think it was you. If you're in a public space. Well, that's true. Nobody suspects a woman. Nobody suspects a woman. Except I was, a woman. A ex- woman will suspect. I think that woman farted. Like, I'll suspect that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to. We're women. So what we're not going to give it away that she farted. Just the look on her. Her stink face or where her eyes are going. <laughs> like, well, if, if anyone saw. Well, let me tell you. I was on the train going home from work the other day. And um, I was pissed because I had to, like, I forget why. But I was like, I. I was in one of those moods where I was like, I don't fucking care about anybody today. And I was on the train home from work and I had to fart and I, and I just did on the train and I just let it out. Most of my farts when I'm in public somehow are SBDs or I have headphones. What's in an SBD? Silent but deadly. Oh. Or I have headphones in and I'm, I didn't know that they could hear it. But this was not the case. I knew it didn't make any noise, but it was rank oh. and I was on this train and the whole car actually like looked up and looked around like who just did? everyone was disgusted it was rush hour and I just stank up a rush hour car but obviously I looked around and I was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking actress faker that you are my you're hypnosis like, acting no your farts are rank sometimes, sometimes. but some, no some I'm making you feel bad today huh because I Guess need what? to I can take it I know because I need to because I'm projecting it onto it's you okay. but after I drink my farts can, like, they smell like poison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, even, like, even my poops, like, they're always, like, poisonous Should and, like, black. We really can't I'm go sorry. one episode without getting the shit. We didn't do shit last time. It was we too sad. It. it was too sad. And, and today if was we're, a little If we're dark. a little happier. No, if we're happier, I think we talk about farts. I think that's true. Yeah. I also think that, like, <clears throat> I'd like to tell you that I feel like last week when I was sad, even talking to you, like talking to you and being around you obviously always makes me feel better. Yeah. But like when you're really in that bad of a place, it's hard to like you still in your, the back of your mind go like, oh, I'm still upset. And like as soon as I'm alone, I'm still going to be upset. Yeah. But I mean, knock on motherfucking wood. I'm feeling a lot less of that That's this week. Wood. That's not wood. I'm, my head's wood. I'm doing a lot <laughs> less of that this week. And like I want to tell you what you already know. You're only going to get better. Well, and you're true. only going to learn worse. from whatever this feeling is. You're just going to learn from it. That's always how I try and look at things. And when I'm feeling really down, it's like, I'm going to learn how to not do this again. I think the car, the car ride home really made me realize that you I am, let it out. I was like, oh, okay, well tomorrow I'm going to have to do it to make myself feel better. I'm just going to do my regimen. I'm going to do my schedule. I'm going to read my books. I'm going to do everything that I need to do because I need to feel better about this right, right. away. I'm the same way. I'm like, well, tomorrow I'm going to do this, then that, then this, then that. And then you get so ideal about Deleted your days. the app. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Not even thinking about a man anymore. Good. It's true. And you can if you want to, and you don't have to murder yourself because you did. <sighs> Too much. What did you learn this episode? I learned th- exactly that, you know? What we just said? Yeah, I'm going to start being more regimented. I'm going to take from my mania what was healthy, and I'm just going to transform my life. Okay, good. What about I you? I believe in that. What did you learn? I learned um, I learned or relearned by saying it out loud that like, if you want to really get better and feel better in your life, 
it is up to you to do it. Absolutely. And like, you can have all the support in the world, but if you're not supporting yourself, it's like Celine says, I have to learn <laughs> to love myself before I can love you. I have to hold my own heart before I can hold yours. No, I learned that Celine Dion is the queen of pop. Soft, soft pop. Celine Dion is the queen of pop. Maybe soft that'll be pop. this episode title. Celine Dion is the queen of pop. And everyone's going to be mad at it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Pete likes it. It's Pete approved. Pete approved. Celine Dion that's is the, the queen name of, of it. Pop. Thank you so much for listening to Goofy Deep Burnettes. Have a great week. Have a good one. Subscribe, share, listen, like, follow, love, send questions. We love you. We love you so much. Bye. Bye.